0: Welcome everybody to another GD Podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco, and this week we talk about my 2023 season. A year in review, we're going to look at what went right, what didn't, what I accomplished, and what I learned, and talk about some goals that I had in 2023 and what I'm looking forward to in 2024. So stay tuned, hang around, and let's get into it. All right, folks, we're going to get started off with goals for my 2023 season. So I know there's been some talk lately on some different podcasts about being a smart goal, being, uh, sizable, um, uh, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So smart goal setting. Um, these were all supposed to be in the 2023 season. Um, uh, and, uh, not all of them were necessarily a smart goal, but like kind of a long, long shot. So, um, that's what I decided to uh, make for my goal list for the 2023 season. So we're going to go over what they were and then if I accomplished them or not. So goal number one was to shoot venues that I did not shoot in 2022. And I did achieve that. I did shoot KM. i I'd never shot a match at KM before. And then I also traveled out of state to Arkansas and shot the twisted barrel match in July. Um, so first goal out of the gate, uh, that one was accomplished. I also wanted to shoot the Louisiana Mississippi grudge match that they had in 2022. Um I did not uh, attain that goal because they didn't have the grudge match. Um I'm not sure why, but they just didn't have the the Louisiana Mississippi grudge match at um at Gunline or at the uh, I think it's uh Prince Range uh shoot four two day matches uh yes, I actually shot six two day matches in hopes of uh making to nationals um so so far two out of three be top fifteen uh in open equivalent for regional no did not um did not meet that goal i don't have the data to back that up um i didn't screen grab all of the um uh, all of my finishes, like placements or whatever for the 2023 season, um, just kind of forgot to. But I know that based on my performance, um, I was not in the top 15 open equivalent for the regional series. Um, but that's OK, because that gives me something to to work towards this year, along with this next goal, uh, earn an invite to nationals. Um, I did not earn a invite to nationals. Um, Not based on my open score, nor based on my uh, production score. Um, I was not within the top 10 for um, production shooters on the national level. Did not receive an invite to nationals. Um, I also wanted to shoot 75% of the targets. So this is kind of weird. So um, I wanted to shoot 75% percent of the available targets. So that's like timing out or, um, anything like that. Um, I did not get to that, uh, get to that goal. I, I honestly, I stopped trafficking it. Um, I track a lot of data that seems not to necessarily be the most, um, uh, effective way of analyzing my performance. Um, so I kind of stopped, uh, just kind of stopped tracking that. Plus it was kind of, it was kind of hard, like based on the shots that I took or based on my score or things like that. So if I do do some type of tracking like that in the future, I need to figure out a better way of doing it. Um, I wanted to shoot 80% of the winner in whatever match that I went to. And um, I did not reach that either, Um, which is okay. This was my third or fourth year, third, third year in the PRS regional series and my first in the national two day series. And, um, I did not shoot 80% of the winner. I did shoot, um, 70, 71%, um, whether it be the pro or the regional series. So I'm happy with that. Um, was it my full goal of 80? No, but it was still really damn good, and um, I'm super happy with that. So um, that's good for me. Um, I'm I'm happy with seventy percent. Like for this for 2024, can I increase that? Um, we'll see. I'm not shooting as many matches this year. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit slower <laughs> than I did last year, and uh, and and see if I can spend a little bit more time with the family. I've also got a uh long TDY about a 2 month TDY where I'm going to go um out of country and do some um some uh pack af support. So I won't be in the country for two of my favorite matches, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll get canceled, I don't know. Hopefully not. I won't be here for worlds, so it It is what it is um, another goal that I had was no loading errors and I think uh, in the when you look at how many rounds I actually fired this year being upwards of 4,000 rounds uh, across a couple different platforms that I load for between um, two two three for some training classes the, the, the BR for the comps, the one days the two days, the NRL hunters. The, um, matches down at Altus, like all the loading that I've done, I think I had three errors. So like if you do the, you know, three errors over 35 or 4,000 rounds, it's a very small percentage, but, um, it's still an error. So did I meet the goal? No, but it's a very negligible percentage. So I'm not necessarily saying I'm okay with it, but, um, always striving to have, uh, perfect ammo to where I'm not going to have any issues. Plus it's a pretty big safety thing. Um, and then my last goal was be positive in the process. And I would say about a 90%. Yes. Um, I did have some low spots, right? Um, the, the Southeast regional finale was a low spot. Like, um, just had a terrible match. Um, bad mental, uh, Bad mental space, bad prep, you know, whatever, whatever it was like just had a horrible match. So that was a low point, not making, um, not getting, uh, an invite to nationals low point. Why? Cause I didn't meet one of the goals. I knew that if I didn't go to nationals, I wasn't going to be able to apply for the, for the world team. And the world team was, uh, a pretty big lofty goal um of mine or desire to to be one of the military shooters for that because we didn't send anybody in 2022 um this year was going to be my last year to compete as a military shooter so um yeah that was that goal wasn't on this sheet but it was kind of in the back of my mind like hey we didn't send um any military shooters like we need to we need to represent. So, um, there was a couple low spots, but there was a lot more high spots, um, in the process, um, shooting with friends and things like that. So what are my goals for 2024? Um, a lot of them are the same, but I've kind of, I've kind of changed them and increased some, uh, some thresholds here. So I want to shoot venues. I didn't shoot in 2023. So two of those, um, I shot two new venues last year. I'm looking at shooting two new venues this year as well. Um, I'm looking, uh, I'm potentially going to go out to best in Texas and shoot in, uh, Navasota, Texas. So I've never shot a match in Texas before. And then a couple of my friends are looking at going up to pig, so maybe I'll go up to Virginia and shoot Pig Ripper with some of my Georgia friends and um we'll road trip up there and go and go shoot that match. So that would be two new venues again this year and that would definitely um satisfy that goal. Plus I like going and seeing different parts of the country and shooting with different shooters and, and trying things out. I was actually looking at going and shooting in uh, California, and that would have been a fun trip, an expensive trip. Um, but going out and shooting like coastal, uh, coastal chaos or, or whatever the, the match name is, um, maybe that'll be next year. I don't, I don't know. Um, so shoot venues that I didn't shoot this year. I have a plan to uh, attack that as far as making it a smart goal. Um, so measurable, did I shoot it or did I not? You know, attainable, do I have um, the funds, the capability, and the support to get there and back and shoot the match? Do I have, is it realistic to go to Texas? Yes. Is it timely in the 2024 season? Yes, it, it is timely. Um, so that's a smart goal for us. Uh, shoot four two day matches. So the matches that I have planned so far are going to be MPA. A-Team, uh, the uh, Pig River. So how many was that? We got MPA, MPA, A-Team, Texas, and Pig River. So four matches on the schedule right now. If something else pops up or something falls through, I can always um, get back and uh, maybe get another match in. uh If my TDY in August and September falls through, I'd love to shoot the uh, Magnolia meltdown match. It's always a good time. Uh, Greg and Tim always put on a fantastic match. I've got good friends, uh, Josh beer that let me crash at their house. So if I'm, if I'm in the country, I'll be attending that one as well. And that'll obviously help me reach that goal of shooting four matches. Um, next goal qualify for a regional finale with 300 Seeing's how I'll be gone. August and September. I don't even know if I'm going to be here for the regional finale, but I still want to qualify for that match with a 300. I'm pretty close right now. I'm at 281. I got, um, one or two more one day matches planned this year. And if I can, uh, earn a top production finish with those, I'll be able to uh I'll be able to meet that goal. Um once again, earn an invite to nationals. Um I was 19th in production last year uh, for the 2022 season so I definitely need to step my game up and and if I'm going to earn a spot I definitely need to um, increase my percentages um, with more professional shooters in the production game, it's going to be a lot tighter and it's going to be a lot harder. Um, Of the top 10, I think three of them weren't labeled as uh, professional shooters. Um, Does that have anything to do with worlds and qualifying for worlds? I'm going to say yes, because we know that people hopped over um, from open to production to qualify. And that's just the way that the rules are laid out. So, um, that's what they got to do. Um, but we got a strong U S team that's going to represent us here in Colorado in 2024. So, um, if I'm going to earn an invite to nationals, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but still attainable. And then, so I changed, um, these two shoot 75% of the targets, and shoot 75% of the winner. Um, seeing so as in, in the 70s, uh, 70 percentiles, I'm going to increase that to 75 percentile for the 2024. That'll help me um, increase my um, potential of, of scoring higher at matches. If I've got a goal and I'm working and practicing towards that goal, If I can actually put the performance together and score 75% of the winner, that's going to help me versus some of the lower scores that I had last year. And then, as as always, you got to be positive in the process. So, um, those are my goals. Shoot new venues for two days, 300 in the regionals, um, nationals, 75% of the targets, 75% of the winner, and then be positive in the process. so what went right this year um so as far as what was what went right say that three times fast all right um looking back at the year i wanted to identify some things that um went right but some things that went wrong as well so things that went right um i had no issues with travel or lodging like um you know knock on wood no major um Vehicle issues or traveling to a match or uh, anything like that. Um, No lodging issues. Like I always had a place to stay. I always had a roof over my head, whether it was the roof of my car or the roof of a buddy's house. I was always able to um, get to the match and then um, be comfortable ish while I was at the match, um, sleeping in your car in the Everglades isn't always the best. It is super hot and muggy and mosquitoes will carry you away. Um, but no, no major issues. Nothing was super crazy or dangerous or anything else like that. Um, so that was definitely a plus for the season. Um, another big thing that went right was seeing my friends and I got two shout outs in particular. Um, not that I don't like seeing all of my friends, but the two that I came to mind that when I was writing kind of this script out was seeing the Showalters, um, Josh and April Showalter. They used to live here in Florida. Um, I used to see him all the time. I used to shoot with Josh all the time. Me and him had a really friendly rivalry at Altus um, when they lived here. They have relocated to Texas and are on that farm life now, so I rarely get to see the Showalters. and to be at the Friday train up at um, twisted barrel and get to see Josh and get to hang out with April and just chat and communicate and having April on the podcast um, for a quick interview. And then like getting to see Josh again, it was just like, that's what I love about the, Seeing um, seeing people in this community is you can shoot with them. You can, um, have a good time with them. You can you know, challenge them and have a, have a rivalry with them, but it's still in great fun and, um, definitely got to see my friends and, and hang out with them. The second cool thing, what went right was seeing my good friend, um, Katarina or cat, right. Um, in arkansas so um cat and i were best well our best friends were best friends whatever um back in 2000 god 2006 to 2008 time frame we were both young airmen in north carolina at seymour johnson air force base we had this tight little click it was uh me my friend shane um Brittany and Kat and we were um like a very tight-knit close group of friends had a couple of other friends that kind of mingled in and mingled out of that little group but if it was a Tuesday night or a Sunday morning um out at the beach or anything like that we'd always get to we'd always be hanging out or um doing brunch or going to the beach or, or partying or doing whatever um so I hadn't seen Kat in 15 years and Kat now lives um, just outside of Little Rock, Arkansas and Cabot and uh, I hadn't seen her in forever. We've talked um, quite a bit like here and there and over the years and she had kids and I've had kids and um, her and the wife are friends on Facebook and all like that um, we're always chit chatting or something funny comes to mind and we'll text each other. But, um, I hadn't seen her in 15 years. So Friday night of train up day, I was able to, um, go out and we got to, we got to catch up and, and have drinks and, and share a meal and just catch up on, you know, life and what's gone on in the last 15 years. Um, uh, got to meet her kids, uh, two great kids, um, you know, they're super involved in the church and, you know, one's a preteen and one's a teenager. So not saying a whole lot of anything to the uh, to the to the old friend that that mom brings home. But um, getting to getting to just hang out and catch up and and relive some of our glory days as, as young airmen uh, back at our first duty station together. That was super, super cool. So super happy I got to got to meet up and, and see see one of my closest dear friends that I hadn't seen in a l- super long time. And of course we, we took a picture and sent it to our friend in uh <laughs> I sent it to our our friend Brittany and she sent us back a picture of her in France with her hotel room overlooking the Eiffel Tower because she's a flight attendant. Um and does a lot of international trips. So we took our picture together next to the the river there in Little Rock, Arkansas, and she sent us a picture back of the Eiffel Tower. So that was super funny. Um, so what went right, getting to see some friends that I hadn't got to see in a long time. Um, I also got to have friends and um, got to enjoy the sport I loved, uh, that I love, um, you know, hanging out with, with, Billy Don and doing all the interviews leading up to the twisted uh, the twisted barrel match, the scorcher. Um, doing the interviews at the scorcher, getting to talk with Greg Bell, um, getting to hang out with uh, Greg and Tim from uh, Mississippi at the twisted barrel match, going to K and M and, and sleeping underneath the, the overhang and the pistol Bay or going to the AG cup and hanging out and meeting new, meeting new friends and then helping Tom out and doing that whole thing. Um, driving down to South Florida, um, on a regular basis to hang out with the GCP, um, uh, gcp crew rick and Corey and herb and uh whitney and um mark vogel and all those guys and getting to help uh help where i could with the matches and then you know just being a part of the community and having friends and f- having fun and seeing all my friends um Definitely went right. And then just participating in the sport. Like, yeah, I may not shoot the greatest, but I'm still having fun while I'm doing it. We're always joshing and talking shit and having a good time. Um, so really, uh, that was definitely a highlight of the of the year. Um, I shot eight regional matches, shot six two-day matches, and two NRL Hunter matches. So those are some of the things that went right with my 2023 season. So some things that went wrong. <laughs> um, it's a shorter list, but I think it's a bigger, hard-hitting list. Um, the regional finale was a disaster for me. So um, regional finale, I, I don't know what it was. Um, I had to work that day. Um, I drove up and met uh, Adam Morris in the hotel. I didn't get in there till. 10 10 30, and of course, we sit and chit chat and bullshit. So, didn't go to sleep probably till midnight. Room was super cold, and I breathed cold air all night. So, like, I think it irritated my throat. Got up the next morning, super tired, drove out there, got the stage brief, all this other stuff. Went to the first stage, pulled a six um, on the mover, moved to the shoot house, pulled a two, went to the long range, pulled a freaking four. It just nothing was going right for me um just couldn't make uh make bullets connect with targets um don't know what it was um i have a pretty good idea what it was but uh just w- wasn't my day to to shoot a good match um so i ended up finishing 4th in my division um shot exactly half of the production winner, so um, it was it was just a tough match. I put a lot of work into shooting really well, all the other matches, regional matches that I shot, and then um, to show up at the finale and then just nose dive was very very frustrating for me. So um, I didn't have the 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 most positive reactions um, coming off stages. Uh, I didn't have. Um, a good headspace. Um, after the first couple, uh, bad stages or bad performances, it was just, it was bad. And I didn't like how, how it was shooting that match or how it was reacting to how I was shooting those matches. So that was definitely a low point or what went wrong for my season was my mental, um, my mental headspace during that match. Um, what went wrong i didn't make it to the nationals um that's nobody's fault but my own for not performing better same thing didn't make the us team nobody's fault but my own for not performing better um would it necessarily be saying what went wrong in a negative way not necessarily You just didn't make the cut like there's a there's a a bar a standard i didn't reach it it's totally fine uh, um I'm still gonna put them in the "what went wrong" column, though, um, just for my own self tracking and thought process. Uh, what went wrong? I was also really hard on myself and like self doubt. So, like after some of these matches um, that I went to and I had like a pretty poor performance, um, and a match that comes to mind when I say that would be um, K and um Knum was an extremely hard match <laughs> uh and I did not uh do well there and I'm just gonna kind of bring bring this up so I can see it um twisted barrel call this okay so um the winner of the match scored a uh 188. At the uh, the Coles match, and I scored and I uh, scored a one oh nine, so I was almost eighty points behind the winner of the match. Um, that was like a pretty pretty big blow um, to me. I was I was not happy with that at all. Um, it was pretty rough. That was a fifty seven percent fifty fifty seven percent for the uh for my match score on that one or my percentage anyways so like that match had me pretty defeated um as far as like what the what the f am i doing here um I drove all this way I spent all this money I've freaking all the all the time and equipment and everything else like that like what am I doing here? So um yeah just self-doubt and uh, being hard on myself, like, oh, you should be doing better than this, but it's all a process, right? Like it's all a journey. It's not necessarily like they say, you know, it's not the, it's not the destination that matters. It's the journey on how you get there. So like being tough on myself or being hard on myself or expecting more out of myself. Yeah. Like it does one thing, Um, you know, it, Let's self doubt creep in. It lets you're being hard on yourself. It puts you in a negative mindset. It's not productive to your end state goal, um, but it's part of the, it's it's part of the journey. You can I can look back later and be like, yeah, I was hard on myself, but I was still able to accomplish all these things. So that's kind of what went wrong um, for me during this season, and I'm okay with it. I'm going to try really hard not to repeat some of that. And I don't think I'm going to shoot as much this year to get to that point um, of the self-doubt and uh, the being hard on myself because I'm not shooting as many matches total this year. Um, But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out and hopefully I can keep a positive mental attitude through everything. So what did I accomplish this year? Um, And I looked back and I kind of looked at looked at some of the things well I won production division at four regional matches um so that's pretty big um I I, I, I was top production at four regional matches um I met two of my goals being shooting different venues and uh, oh what was the other one uh new venues and and shooting for two day matches, so I met those two goals, which um was pretty happy um it's not really an accomplishment, but it kind of feels good for me so i put i helped a a a, a shooter ladies division um i sh- helped a lady shooter and a friend with a rug so she could shoot uh one day matches and the gap grind so I had built a um six dasher. Cause why wouldn't I build a bunch of guns that I don't shoot regularly? Um, it's like you, it's to steal it from Frank Galley. It's like you find a magazine on the ground. So you're like, Oh crap, I got a magazine. Now I got to build a gun around it. Um, or I fell the, uh, I, I found a, a retaining pin. I got to build a new AR. Um, so our friend and I wanted to shoot, um, but they didn't have an, uh, a backup gun or an extra gun. So, um, I built a, a dasher on an impact and um, foundation um, stock, so they ended up um, borrowing the that setup, and she was able to shoot a couple of one day altus matches as well as she uh, went and shot the gap grind. Um, it did fairly well, so it's not an accomplishment, but it was pretty cool to be able to have the have the parts and gear needed to, to help us shoot her out like that. So, um, she's still using it. She's still, she's still practicing with it. I think she's shooting the one day match at Altus at the end of this month. So, um, super stoked for, and, and can't wait to get her out there on the range and smacking some steel again. Um, I recorded a lot of content, so I, I didn't make a conscious effort. Um, to like put out a, an episode a week or anything else like that. But I did want to record a bunch of content. Um, I made sure that when I went to events um, that I got as much content as I could for you guys, the listeners. So um, I got a bunch of content when I went to big matches, like the call Us match or the AG cup or twisted barrel. If I was at a match, I tried to get a whole bunch of content um, and different content for you guys. So you guys could have it. Um I accomplished uh helping out my friends. So Robert Brantley um ran two NRL hunter matches this year. He ran one at um the Prince Rain, Prince Range down there in Louisiana and then one in Oklahoma. Um I went to both of those and RO'd for them and helped them out. Um big help down at the at the Oklahoma match. Um, it was too close to Brittany's birthday. Um, who is one of the directors of the the NRL um, organization? So they weren't able to travel to do all the back end stuff like practice score and power factors and everything else like that. So um, setting up a whole bunch of twenty two matches is is pretty easy um, in the iPad and stuff like that putting all the power factors in at an NRL 20 or a NRL hunter match much different than, than just putting some scores in or building some stages for a 22 match. So a little bit of a learning curve when I was helping Robert out with that stuff, but we ended up getting all the names in all the power factor in it, power factors plugged in. There was no issues with anybody's score or anything like that. Um, importing all of the shooters. There was, there was a little, um, a little bit of a learning curve with like importing CSV files, all that craziness, but um, no major headaches came from that match. And the, the shooters didn't, you know, the shooters didn't have to deal with messed up scores or anything else like that, which is always what we want. We want a smooth, easy, um, successful match. And, you know, I helped Robert, with that at the, uh, the Oklahoma match. And then the, the Louisiana match was just, you know, having fun. And, and if he needed anything, um, running stages, being an RO, helping with set things up or tear things down, um, after the fish fry and things like that. So, um, just had a good time helping Robert at his two matches and then helping Tom with the AG cup. Now I say I helped Tom with the AG cup, In the grand scheme of things, I didn't do a whole lot. I went and helped put up some targets um, for day three and day two. Um, But I hung a lot of banners. I took care of a bunch of the stuff that Tom didn't need to take care of. Hey, we need bungees to go hang these things up. Got it. Take the card, run to the store, um, pick stuff up, pick up stuff for... um, for Christy for the food stuff, do this, do that bunch of the little stuff that Tom didn't need to take care of. If I can step in and help uh, Tom out in any way um, with that stuff and take it off of his plate a hundred percent, I'm going to do that. So um, it wasn't like putting on the match and doing all this crazy stuff, but it was definitely like the small stuff. I know he appreciates it. He's told me he's appreciated it, but um I like to put that in there that like helping out my friends for them to have a good match. um, I feel accomplished by, by doing that. Um, So there's that helping out my friends. um, I feel accomplished when I'm able to help somebody out like that. So um, with that, my last accomplishment of the year was y'all, voted for me to be the RO of the year which was super cool. I was not expecting it. I didn't didn't think that was going to be a thing. Um, but it was and I made it. Um I was nominated enough to be in the top 3 and then from the top 3 I was nominated as the RO of the year for the 2023 PRS season. So that's pretty cool. I've got the trophy on my desk. Um, or the plaque on my desk um, with a bunch of other cool uh cool items on there showing showing the showing the guys uh, what's up I was also featured on the herbert field Instagram and Facebook and um, a doD mill website for uh, the story of getting uh, receiving the a uh, range safety officer of the year, so that was pretty cool. So that was another thing that I accomplished, and I'd like to th- thank all of you guys that either nominated or voted for me. Um, it is pretty cool to to earn that award. Okay, so what did I learn um, over this last year shooting um, In the PRS NRL, whatever whatever discipline you want to learn. Um, kind of my big takeaway is it's a process Um, going to the matches, putting in the work, putting in the practice, putting in the range time, um, the driving, the, the financial implications of doing all this, the time it's taking away um, from family uh, being an opportunity cost. Like you can't, you know, do one without impacting the other. So um, it's a whole process. So, in that process, you don't become a champion overnight. Like you don't go out your first at bat and, um, and win the world series, it's a process, it's a grind. Um, So kind of like, as I said earlier, um, being patient in the process and being uh, enjoying the process. um, That's kind of my, one of my bigger takeaways uh, from this season is, you know, take each match at a time, take each stage at a time, take each shot at a time, and put enough good ones together, and um, you'll end up where you want to be. Um, so, putting in the practice—if um, you put in the practice, you're going to reap the reward. Um, I put in practice this year, but not nearly enough. Um, my dry fire routine um, wasn't where it needed to be. My um, range range session range sessions were not what they needed to be not practicing the the things that uh that I needed to actually hone in on um some of those being like time management on the clock I I've, I've timed out I wouldn't say a lot this season but like I've timed out on stages where I probably shouldn't have um Now, whether it was a gear mess up or a process mess up that got me there. I don't know. But um, just putting in the practice to make sure that I can train effectively to mitigate those issues. Um, Gear doesn't mean points. Um, Just because this new widget comes out doesn't mean it's going to garner you, you know, 10 extra points in a match. Um, So not not trying to think oh if i buy this new gamer plate or this you know this bigger bag or this lighter bag or this new fill or you know this new cartridge or this new scope and reticle like that's going to be the thing that gets me to um to the podium um being good with your gear and being consistent with your gear being consistent in your shot process that's what's going to get you uh to the podium, not this fancy new gizmo. Um, gizmos do help like, you know, having a a chronograph that reads consistent consistently and accurately having a, a proper ballistic solver, like, yeah, those help. But once you have them, you don't have to keep upgrading each and every time a new version comes out because it's the latest and greatest sliced cheese. Um, so gear doesn't mean points. Uh, don't necessarily chase the gear. Um, and then protecting my mindset. Um, starting the day going in to the match, I'm usually pretty positive. But after um, after a couple of bad stages like I had at the um, regional finale, sorry, somebody's texting me. Um, like I had at the regional finale, it just it just went to crap. Um I learned I need to be better protecting of my mindset. Um I do go to a lot of these one days and I do uh squad mom or squad ro or xyz. I need to uh get people to share that responsibility with me and not try and take it all on myself because I find myself doing everything and then you know, oh, it's my turn to shoot, and I haven't mentally prepped for the stage i haven't gone over it in my head i haven't done a bunch of the stuff that i need to do to ensure that i have a successful stage um in the match and that may sound selfish but i didn't go there to to ro um for everybody i went there to shoot roing is the is something i do to help out it's not necessarily the reason why i'm there um i'm there to shoot a match and, and to perform well to my standard. And if I'm doing something that's sacrificing that standard, um, I need to kind of step back from it a little bit, but also, um, protecting my mindset and the fact that if I have a bad stage, that stage is now over and I need to be preparing for the next stage. So not letting myself circle the drain when it comes to, um, a bad stage or a bad performance and then let letting that affect the rest of my time uh, or the rest of my stages in that match. So those are just some key things that I kind of learned this year um, that I'm going to use uh, going forward. So uh, that's what I learned, guys. Thank you for joining us on this episode of another GD podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe the podcast and share this episode as it helps us grow our listenership and exposes us to an ever growing fan base. If you have any questions or suggestions, let us know at guy.demarco.84@gmail.com at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at another GD podcast. Till next time, keep your powder dry and we'll see you at the range.